0: People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen
3: to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or
4: wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Hank Iney Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio.
3: All the truth is, I do. You're listening, to
4: Haney. Yeah. listening to Haney. All right, welcome to the Hank Haney podcast. Hank Haney and Minnesota Tim Parachka with you today. Uh, Minnesota Tim, uh, good to be with you. Did you have a uh, good Easter yesterday up there in Minneapolis? Oh,
5: Hank, it was just an all-time Easter. It was great, great Easter
4: all-timer huh
5: yeah the weather was perfect beautiful day you know family-centric family focused it was it was just a
4: memorable Easter Ah, what that tell tell me about it what what uh what made it so memorable
5: well me and my mom you know you know how I have that sign right the positivity sign the positivity sign okay that's the one you stood on the street corner with yeah, I stood on the street corner with the positivity sign. Okay. And now it all makes sense because a couple of weeks ago, my mom asked me, Tim, what should we do for Easter? Because our big time family gathering of 80 to 100 people got canceled. Due oh to my the God, is that what you usually
4: have is 80 to 100? Yes. Yeah. Where do you have that? At Field of Dreams?
5: <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. We have had it there in the past. Um, okay. But normally it, it's it's gotten so big we just have it at a local church.
4: You have that many uh family members in, in uh Minneapolis?
5: Um, no, a field of dreams. They're they're in Watertown, Hollywood, okay, sorry Hollywood, Hollywood, Minnesota.
4: Like 80 family members live in Hollywood, Minnesota?
5: Yes, pretty much. There's a couple. There's like
4: how many people total live in Hollywood, Minnesota?
5: Uh not a not many. Not a whole, not. not well, many. like, well, give me a number. I've, I don't even know. There's not a sign that says it's a town. Seriously,
4: so, so are you like half the town?
5: Basically, yeah.
4: <laughs> oh my god, I didn't realize this. You're half the, you're half the Hollywood. Uh You got a Hollywood bowling alley, like if you go to the bowling alley, like half of the people at the bowling alley are your uh, cousins and uncles and stuff?
5: (laughs) No, that's not true, but I mean, we are half of the, not not many of us go to the bars and everything, but yeah, you do. Are you sure there's
4: 160 people live in Hollywood,
5: Minnesota? 160?
4: Yeah. Is
5: that what it says? Did you look it up already?
4: No, I didn't look it up, but you told oh. me you had 80 people in your in your family uh, Easter get-together, and you said you're about half of it, so I, I did the quick math. 80 times 2 is 160. That's how I came up with that.
5: Okay, yeah. But anyway, the point Although is... Although I
4: might check out the, the population of Hollywood, uh, Minnesota.
5: Hollywood Township, Minnesota. So it's okay. not a real town, but it's a township, whatever that means. And anyway, the point being is that when I grew up going into high school, the flying joke was that I was related to 90% of the school. Everyone would say, Oh, Tim, what's going on? You're related to 90% of the school. That was like the big joke because oh, really? our family was so big. Yes.
4: Oh my gosh. That's, that's pretty amazing. That's pretty cool. I didn't know this about you. See? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Huge family, huge family. So anyway. Okay. I just looked this up, by the way. They're, uh Eleven hundred and eighteen is what you got in uh, Hollywood Township, Minnesota. Okay. Okay, so that's uh, that's that's a lot. There's no, I mean, uh, eighty. Are you, you think you got eighty relatives in there? Roughly that, yes. Roughly.
5: Yeah, right around there. Because wow. a couple. Because in 2018, when I was in DC, I wasn't at the Thanksgiving. But at that Thanksgiving, there were over 100 of us at the family get together. Oh, over a hundred! Over 100 at the 2018 Thanksgiving.
4: Oh, okay. So that's that's a hundred. All right, that's a different. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, you you you're representing nine uh, percent of the population in Hollywood, Minnesota. How about That's what
5: that? we do. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Wow, that's
4: pretty cool. All right, I, I didn't know that about about uh, the Parachka family. That's pretty cool. Yeah, pretty right. big. You, no, no wonder you needed to move back to Minnesota. I mean, you're like the mayor there. Did you ever <laughs> you think about running for mayor? <laughs> yeah.
5: Hollywood Township doesn't have a mayor because it's a township. It's not a real like. It's not a town. It's a township. Whatever that
4: means. Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa what do you mean?
5: What do, Who runs mean?
4: It? what do I mean? Who runs Hollywood Township? Yeah. I don't even know. I, I don't even know. What do you mean? It's a township. It's not a town. What, what, do mean? what do you mean? It's
5: not a mayor. A city and a town is different than a township. Hollywood doesn't have really? a Really? What's the
4: difference? Explain it to me.
5: I don't know what the difference is. I, I, I cannot tell you. You know how you go into a town, okay, and they have that little population sign that pops up like it's 4,000, 20,000, 50,000 or whatever? Yeah. Hollywood Township doesn't have one of those population signs because it's not a town it's a township so i don't know what the difference is between a township and a town or a city but hollywood is a township so it's not considered a town
4: so it doesn't have like a mayor okay wow okay well, i'm learning i'm learning a lot here today so far so
5: where i'm from the 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 address on our the the town on our address is called mayor but we live in Hollywood Township.
4: A different well, 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 one more time? So where
5: we're from, the at the the town on our home address is Mayor, Minnesota. But we live in Hollywood Township.
4: Huh. Okay. Yeah, it's weird. All right. Okay. So a township is is a division of uh county. While a town is a populated area with less people than a city, but more than a village. Okay. It says townships are generally larger than towns and usually contain many towns and villages within the geographical limits. And there you go. Right there. Huh. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even know that. All right. So that's the difference between a township and a town. I'm still not sure. I still understand why you don't have anybody running this place, but... I think you'd be a good candidate.
5: (laughs) Yeah, I have a lot of support. I have a lot of support in the area.
4: (laughs) I mean, you probably wouldn't get a lot of voter turnout. You only got 1118 people in the whole township. Uh, If they had such thing as a mayor in that uh, township deal, I think you're a lock, Minnesota Tim. I mean, uh, do the people in your township know that you are officially named Minnesota Tim? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They do. Oh, yeah. No doubt about it. Really? Oh, oh yeah. That's good.
5: Yeah. Good. Our cousins love the podcast. They're big supporters. Oh, okay. I like it. I yes. like it.
4: Yeah. All right. All right. Good. Good. Okay. So so what did you what did you and your mom do? What did you end up doing for Easter?
5: Okay. So we got up early at five thirty in the morning, and this is entirely my mom's idea. She planned it. She orchestrated it. She um organized it, put it all together. I was just okay. the carry on I was like the trigger man. Okay.
4: Okay. So good.
5: We drove to people's houses at five thirty in the morning. Our cousins, our relatives. You drive the the
4: Buick. uh, What do you call it?
5: Um, no, I had my. We were were driving my mom's um Encore. Okay. My my mom and dad's Encore. My dad was the driver.
4: You have an Encore too, don't you?
5: I do have an Encore.
4: Yes. Oh, So you have double Encores. We have double
5: Encores. Yes. Okay. All right. Mine's a Buick, and theirs is something else. But anyway. Um,
4: what do you mean? There's different kinds of encores, a different same company? A d- I believe different so. company. Yeah, I think it's different. I don't think so, but really. sure about that? Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think they're both dukes. Okay.
5: Anyway. Yeah. So, the okay. Pl- yeah. <laughs> so, my dad was. Does it look like the- yours, by the way? What's that?
4: Does it kind of look like yours?
5: Yeah, it does kind of look like mine, but it's. Well,
4: it's because look- it, it is yours. It's probably <laughs> a different color.
5: <laughs> it's different, though. It's very different. Mine's wider. Huh? Mine's wider okay, and it's well, white.
4: Maybe what, year, what year is uh, your mom's? 2013. What's yours? Yours. 2014. Okay. Well, there you go. They changed the body style. <laughs> We're just doing a little, a little off subject here, but you know, I mean, you you, you kind of get me going here, so I I don't, I don't know what to, where to go next. Okay, so you drove to people's houses. Who are the people you drove to? All the all the our relatives.
5: Yeah, we drove to our. Uncles, How do you keep aunts, track? Do you know cousins. where they
4: all live? I mean, eighty of them. Do you know where they all live? Yeah, of course. Oh yeah. We you know everybody's house. We went to
5: so. I mean, you got kids. Yeah. So it's confusing. So my mom's one of 10 and she has a bunch of Your mom's one of of 10 children? What's that?
4: Mom's one of 10 uh, children in a family? Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
5: So she's one of 10 and a bunch of her sisters and their husbands live around there. And then a bunch of her sisters' kids live around there as well.
4: Oh, man. Yeah. Jeez.
5: So it's really developed and became a huge family.
4: You need to find a wife and start popping them out so you can, <laughs> yeah, you can uh, populate this uh, township a little more with <laughs> oh, more parashkas. Get more votes, huh? <laughs> huh? Yeah. How's that going anyway, by the way, with your girlfriend? is that you think she's the one, the uh, Skype girl?
5: A lot of upward momentum. We got another date set up this week. A lot of upward Skype momentum. Date, Skype date? Are you going to meet her ever? <laughs> I'm hoping so. I'm hoping Governor Waltz will In lift, person, maybe? The stay-at-home oh. order. This is killing me.
4: But you're Skyping this girl, uh, a lot of Skype dates with this girl, so she could be the one. She could be. All right, I like that. A lot
5: of upward momentum right now.
4: I told my wife tonight, I said, I think Tim's getting married. (laughs) Oh, jeez. That's what I said.
5: Oh, wow. What did she say? What did Suzanne say?
4: Well, she's the one that told you to uh, go on that one website. And maybe you could uh, come up with something. And you did. Yes. All you haven't met her in person, but you think she could be the one. I said, I got this feeling about this one. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: A lot of positivity. Maybe
4: if you meet her, and you who knows, it could be a good thing. So anyway, okay. So you drove to everybody's house. Yes. And then uh, what'd you do?
5: So my mom had all these bags, a bunch of different bags for every house. And she had toilet paper in there. She had Easter Bunny chocolate eggs in there, candy in there for the kids. All this type of stuff in these bags. And my dad was the oh, driver.
4: And wow. your, your mom's cool. That's I like that. Yeah. She's that's, super cool. that's good. Yeah,
5: Very thoughtful. Put toilet
4: paper and candy in the bags.
5: Yes. Yeah. I mean, the toilet paper is just for laughs, you know, because of the situation. of
4: Because we're lot. out of toilet. Everybody's out of toilet. Everyone I like. I can't toilet find paper. toilet paper, by yeah. the way. I mean, I, I've been to all these different places. I, they say you got to get there at 7 in the morning and wait in line at Costco if you want toilet paper. Mm. Which I'm getting there because we're almost out so i'm gonna have to do the seven in the morning wait in line thing although steve johnson told me if you go to target you can wait in line there and you get in early because you're a senior citizen because you know i'm 64 i think if you're above 60 uh steve steve's claiming he got in because he's 60 and he said he he, you get to cut in line or something or they let the old folks in first because they don't want them to get sick or something. I don't know. There's something Steve told me. I, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it's something like that. And you can get in early at Target. So I might I might do the uh, Target, get in early with the uh, senior citizen, uh, AARP card, or uh, uh, Costco wait in line at and, yeah, and, uh, 7 in the morning and see if I can get some toilet paper.
5: Well, there you go. That's a good anyway. strategy.
4: Yeah, I'm off. Sub, I'm off subject again. Okay, so you dropped off the the bags, yeah, we dropped the off the bags, the toilet paper and candy in there, and and uh, positivity signs too. I think you sent something about that.
5: Yeah, my mom also bought like five or six signs, and we we hit fourteen houses. Okay, wow, fourteen those are houses. The houses that we hit, and my mom. Okay, had, so
4: how did you pick out the fourteen houses out of the eighty relatives? Um, well, or is there eighty relatives living in those fourteen houses?
5: Well, it's confusing because we have. Oh man, it's tough because there's a lot of relatives living in the same household. So there's like four or five people living in the same house.
4: Yeah. Oh, so that could be it right there. Okay.
5: Right. But there's a couple. Yeah. There's like there's like two or three people that live in the city's area. So we didn't make it out to them. Like that was okay. a little too far for us.
4: Um, okay. Why did they move out? Of, why did they move out of Hollywood?
5: I don't know. They wanted to. I don't know. It's a good question.
4: Hmm. I don't know. Okay. I didn't ask. You see yourself living in Hollywood the rest of your life?
5: Uh, that's a great question. Um, when I was little, I'll, I'll reveal this. This is, this is full honesty on the Hank Andy podcast. When I was younger, I always wanted to buy my parents' home and live there when I was older.
4: You were going to buy, what were they going to live?
5: Well, you know, and I don't know. I'm saying when they're older, like if they're in a nursing home or, you know, whatever. When I was younger, I always wanted to buy my parents' house.
4: That was your goal. That was one of my dreams, yes, childhood dreams. And what's is it still your dream?
5: Yeah, I would, I would, I would say it's still up there. Yes.
4: Okay, oh, yeah. that's that's a kind of a cool dream. Yeah. Uh, this is the uh, house in Hollywood with the uh, you have the field of dreams in the backyard, uh, a cornfield, and Shoeless Joe Jackson plays baseball back there. Yeah. And uh, it's pretty cool. By the way, that's for real because that's where they filmed it, right?
5: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Minnesota, right? Oh, yeah.
4: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Claim to fame of Minnesota.
5: <laughs> yeah. I'm all of America. Yeah.
4: Hey, let me ask you a question. Can I? Okay. Didn't it snow there on uh, Easter? It did snow Minnesota? there on
5: Easter. Yes. So when oh, we were goodness. bringing these bags to these houses at 5.30, 6 o'clock in the morning, trying it's to be short. sneaky, we were running through the snow to do it.
4: Yes. Oh, my goodness gracious. And what, April uh, 12th, and it's snowing. In oh, yeah. Blizzard jeez yeah you ever think about moving to scottsdale april
5: showers bring may
4: flowers hank that's a snow april snow <laughs> yeah, okay, brings okay. a
5: little different i suppose same thing Uh i get. I mean it's well they're both wet i mean if that counts i don't know
4: yeah well you know this thing the weather you know you get some dip in the weather. we had a little dip in the weather today in scottsdale were you cold yeah a little bit 75 <laughs> oh jeez <laughs> yeah, it was a little bit dumb. a little down from eighty. Maybe will be back up to eighty tomorrow though. <laughs> it was a little little chilly today. A little cold. Seventy five. Yeah. yeah, a little cold this morning. When I went for a swim, it was a little cold, a little chilly, about seventy two. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a anyway. heater in your pool? Oh yeah.
5: Oh yeah. Wow.
4: Yeah. And it's heated up a little, of course. I mean I'm not I'm not gonna get in there and like freeze.
5: Well, I didn't know if it was naturally heated by the sun.
4: Wow, well, it it is, but it's still cool at night. So you know, in the, obviously, in another few weeks, you won't need any heater. But I, I heat a little bit just to get me through a, a couple months. Yeah, did a mile today. It was good, a little Easter mile. All right. So you gave the positivity signs and you uh, dropped it on the door. day. what did everybody say? Did they uh, get did you get a good response from that?
5: Yeah, a lot of people figured out that it was us, but or at or my mom. Um, A lot of people figured out because well, you don't
4: give any signs, any clues.
5: Well, there was one because the bar my mom made is like a special bar that she makes.
4: So they know it had to be her. Yes. That's cool. Okay. I like her.
5: Yeah. So we were being sneaky. We were, you know, my dad was the driver. I was getting out of the car. My mom was getting out of the car. We would stop like, you know. 100, 200 meters away from the houses, and then run to the house, put it on the door handle, run back to the car, run into the snow. It, it was a fun time, a fun Easter, fun Easter coronavirus um, adventure.
4: Yeah, that's cool. I like it. All right. Well, that's good stuff. Really good stuff. Really good. All right. Uh, well, what else are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk a little golf? Yeah.
5: Yeah. They had a big uh, 2019 Masters rewatch. With Tiger Woods interviews with Jim Nance on CBS on Sunday.
4: Yeah. What did you think of it? I thought it was really good. Did you? All right. Well, let's get into that when we come back. We'll take a little break. I hear from our sponsors. We'll be right back on the Hank Any Podcast.
2: It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event. So give your friends something to look at. Like a and b with an ocean view. An endless field of wildflowers. Or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase
0: of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824.
1: Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's 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 Reality Reality Podcast.
4: By by the way, Minnesota Tim, uh, let me ask you another question. Do you ever get tired of the weather there in Minnesota? Um, I mean, be honest. Come on, I mean, give me an honest, honest answer. I mean, it snowed there today.
5: Yeah. Uh, well, today wasn't so bad because it wasn't negative ten. When it's negative <laughs> ten and it snows, then yes, it does get very frustrating because you're stuck indoors. You can't go outside for walks. Today was just a little, just a little dusting of snow. So, it's going to be going away soon. And three
4: inches is what it was?
5: Yeah, three three inches was what it was.
4: Yeah. Okay. Just a little dusty. Um, I noticed it was going to be like 37 and then uh, 35 the next couple days in Minnesota. Minneapolis. I watch the weather, but just in case you want to know.
5: Yeah, you love Minnesota weather. You love sending me the well, picture just, of the weather report. I just can't report.
4: figure it out. I don't understand it. It just baffles me. <laughs>
5: why anyone would live here?
4: <laughs> exactly on purpose. On purpose.
5: Well, I have a lot of family here, so.
4: Well, that's a good reason. I I I, I can see now why. I didn't I didn't realize you occupied nine percent of the township. So now I get it. Okay. Yeah. It's very very clear now a why? Okay, so let's go on to the, uh, you, the you watched the Masters two thousand nineteen replay. A lot of people did. And uh, what 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 did you? You took some notes. What did you? What did you uh, come up with?
5: Yeah, so two thousand nineteen Masters re-aired on Sunday on CBS. Jim Nance had recorded interviews with Tiger Woods via Skype, via Zoom, or whatever. So they took one away from me and my girlfriend. They they took one out of our bag a little bit there. Um.
4: <laughs> and uh, Oh, she's your girl. You've referred to her as your girlfriend, by the Well,
5: that. I call her Babe. I refer to her as... Babe. Yeah, We Babe.
4: Skype Babe.
5: Yeah, Skype Babe. Yeah, that's a good one. I
4: think she used to be called Skype Babe. You usually nickname them all. Sometimes they're not very you know, endearing names, but this one, you seem to be really... Uh, high on, so I mean, she's she's babe already, huh? Skype babe, yeah, that's nice. Skype babe, okay. I like All that. Right. So anyway, Jim yeah. Nantz
5: and Tiger Woods stole one um out of our bag. They copied us. And, you know, we're trendsetters, That's what we do. Um, yeah. and uh, they were doing interviews during the 2019 Masters rebroadcast. Okay. And yeah. well, so I was taking notes while watching the 2019 Masters. Inc. and okay. this is a question that's not really related to the 2019 Masters, but it was happening a lot during it. Have you realized, and I'm sure you have, but I would like you to address it because we, we haven't really talked about it. Have you realized just how slow of a player that Tiger Woods is when he plays golf?
4: How slow?
5: Yeah, he's slow.
4: Well, uh, he's usually playing in like the last group. Well, he was for most of his career. And you can kind of play at whatever pace you want to play at in the last group because nothing's really going to happen. But he's never been anybody that's gotten, like, tagged for slow play uh, penalties or fines or uh, put on the clock. Maybe that's because, uh, you know, referees, the officials, you know, wouldn't wouldn't do that to Tiger. I don't know. You know, some people might say that. But he definitely takes his time. But I wouldn't class for He's not like uh, some of these guys. He's not Bryson DeChambeau. He's not uh, Ben Crane. He's not uh, Glenn Alday. He's nowhere in that category. I never thought of Tiger as being like a super slow player. Now, when we used to play at Alworth in Orlando when we were practicing, I mean, he played nine holes in an hour, an hour, and ten minutes. But when you're on the tour – it's it generally bogs down no matter what. And one of the things that you see is is that, you know, guys that like to play fast, you know, it, it affects them. And Tiger can play at pretty much any speed. I mean he can play fast or he can play slow, but you think he's slow, huh?
5: Well, all I was, while while I was watching the broadcast, and it was a windy day at Augusta before the rain. It ended up raining late in the round anyway. Um but he was backing off shots.
4: You know, Tiger's never won the Masters when it didn't rain.
5: You have said that to me before, yeah. 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 Crazy how that works.
4: Yeah, a lot of people think the theory is it just it cleans out the pollen a little bit and makes it a lot better for him because his allergies are so bad. But anyway, that's just a little tidbit. Huh. So if it rains if it rains this year at, at Augusta in November, although may, you know maybe there won't be as much allergies in November, maybe that's a good thing for Tiger right off the bat right there. But. When it rains he has a he's always uh all his victories have come when it's rained at least to one day at augusta
5: it'll be colder too so I guess we'll see it won't be as warm so I feel like yeah. a warm day and rain really suits tiger at augusta
4: well I think warm day suits anybody with a bad back for sure right right yeah okay so uh, so anyway worried.
5: my point was being that when I was watching the night two thousand nineteen masters and i I didn't remember this from last year but I was like man. Tiger would go up with a three-wood, step off, step up, step off, wind would gust, step off, throw throw a blade of uh, grass into the air, take out a three-iron, okay, put that back, take out a three-wood. He was doing so much of that in the 2019 Masters. I was like, wow, Tiger really yeah. does take his time, but he must get a pass, which, I mean, I guess might be fair, just because of his greatness.
4: Well, everybody plays slow at Augusta for starters because the course is so difficult. The wind swirls in the trees; you're trying to figure out what direction it's going. The greens are so difficult, you know, and and you're left with a lot of three, four, five footers on comeback putts. So you end up having to mark those two. But yeah, he's deliberate. There's no doubt about it. If he's especially if he's in in contention, but I never I never felt like he was like the slowest guy out there. So. But Hmm. he did something that caught your eye for sure. But he definitely does take his time. There's no doubt doubt about that.
5: Okay. Point number two that stuck out to me during this 2019 rebroadcast. So early on, Tiger, when he was talking with Jim Nance on the Skype, on the Zoom, he spoke with Jim about how he prepares mentally for Augusta National every year. He mentioned that last Saturday, even though – the uh the masters is already postponed it was already getting locked in just because it's been a natural behavior for 25 years um so my question for you hank is this what, what does it mean for a player to prepare mentally to try to peak um specifically for augusta national and not really i don't want to bring up any of the other majors because it's so different playing a uh, playing the masters at augusta than I'd say the U.S. Open at Winkfoot or whatever. Um, what 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 does peaking at Augusta National, the first major of the year, mean?
4: I, I don't know what it means. I mean, to be honest with you, I I don't think he's doing anything different than any other player doesn't do. I mean, everybody everybody would do that. Everybody starts to think about Augusta. You know, usually it'll happen weeks before the tournament. They start gearing their practice a little more towards Augusta, hitting shots that they know they're going to need at Augusta, which might mean that you're focused, in Tiger's case, he's focused on hitting the ball higher. Uh, That's one thing. I mean, like if you're getting ready to go play the Open Championship, the British Open, and it was a few weeks off, you might put a little extra practice time in on hitting low shots. But when you're getting ready to go play Augusta, two, three, four weeks away, you're, you're wanting to make sure you've got the high shot down because going into those greens and especially on the par fives off of the downhill eyes that you have, 13, uh, two, thirteen, fifteen, you gotta be able to get that ball airborne in order to in order to to stop it. Augusta uh, obviously favors a high ball hitter. Ten and is another hole where you, you really want to get that ball up in the air. You got a tough downhill eye on, on your second shot generally there. Uh, or you're hitting, you know, from a, a flat spot at the bottom that's lower than where the green is. So you've got to get the ball up in the air. So he's pra- practicing shots like that, you know, working on short game shots, and and in particular maybe the the grass conditions and the lies that you might have on the on this short game, and then just you know thinking about different holes and the shots that you're, you're going to need to hit. Uh, in particular, a player is going to think about the shots that. Maybe have given them trouble in the past, or aren't the shots that that uh, you know favor their game? Like in Tiger's case, the the tee shot on two is is generally one that through the years has given them trouble. Although last year he handled it really good. Uh, the tee shot on ten is a is a is an important shot. The tee shot on nine, both of those you have to turn the ball uh, right right to left. I mean nine you you don't have to, but ten you definitely have to. You got to turn it right to left. Um, you know, 13, got to make a decision what club you're going to play there. And, and, you know, that's another one where you got to turn a little bit right to left. So, so those are the kind of things that that put a player's mind, I think, you know, more into Augusta. Okay, these are the shots that we're going to have to hit and, the, and we're going to start practicing like this. And then, you, you know, you're just thinking and, and, and playing the course in your mind. You know, okay. This this shot off one. This this is my you know tee shot off two. This is the the second shot on two. You know they they kind of play the whole golf course in their mind over and over and over again, and that I guess that gets them into the the, the mode of, of getting ready uh, for Augusta, so they don't just show up there and it's the first time they've thought about any shot at that tournament, which which is pretty much like other tournaments, to be honest with you. At other tournaments, I think they, they pretty much just show up. And then once they get on the property, they start thinking about that particular golf course in that tournament. At Augusta, you're thinking about the, the, the golf course and the uniqueness of it. At the Open Championship, you're thinking about the uniqueness of the conditions generally that requires you to hit different shots those are the two tournaments really that are kind of distinctively different from other tournaments and, and the ones that maybe get you thinking ahead of time as to the the kind of shots that you're going to hit I, th- I think it's that, it's that as much as anything you know when he, when he's talking about you know, getting his, his mind, you know, mentally in the in the game for the to for playing the, the golf course. All
5: right, cool. I got one more point and then we'll take a our second break here. Um I'll let you take a second break after I mentioned this to you point. So when I was watching the 2019 Masters Hank, I swear to God, it was literally like you were on my shoulder. So like I was literally I could literally hear your voice watching the 2019 Masters. So one of the big points that stood out to me in the first six holes of the Masters, so Francesco Molinari, he was the leader by two going into the final round over Tiger, um, over everybody else, over Finau, three-person group, final round, shorten it up. You, had to, you get the picture. Um, he had a long par putt on number one, like a s- seven or eight footer. He made it. Yep. He had a long par putt on number five, I believe it was. He sank it, made it, another 10-footer. Another yeah. long par putt on number six. Sank it, made it, another long um, another long par putt. But one of the things that you've told me before, you've analyzed, you mentioned it to me in the past. Molinari then went ahead and bogeyed seven, hit it in the water on 12, hit it in the water on 15. You always say that there are differences between stressful and... Non-stressful pars, if that's the way you want to put it. Yeah. So, so yeah. is it possible that Molinari's water balls in 12, which clearly changed the landscape of the tournament, and 15, which knocked him out of the tournament, were due to the amount of stress and exhaustion that went into the long par putts on the front
4: nine? No, yeah, well, I mean, it's a good point. It's a good question. I mean, and you can't discount that it's a big difference between making a, a 10-footer for par where you've you stood over on the side of the green, you had to mark your ball, you waited for your turn. You know, you're thinking about the 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 shot. I mean, you know, the things that go through your mind. I mean, I don't want to give one away on the first hole. Uh, you know, I, I really like to make this putt. You know, man, this you know, this a, a tough hole. You know, it's all right if you bogey it, but you know, I'd love to make this putt. And then you're grinding over this this you know eight foot putt. It's about a fifty percent maker. You know, you know, you're not you're not making a hundred percent of those by any stretch of the imagination. That's a lot different than knocking on the green, lagging it up there, walking up, you know, like Tiger does, and just brushing it in. You know, kind of you know without taking any time, and then you just walk over and stand next to your bag and uh take a little uh, mental break and you're thinking about the tee shot on number 2. You know, Molinari's not thinking about the tee shot on number 2 until he negotiates the 8-foot putt for par on number 1. Tiger's already got his mind over on the next hole because, you know, he he's he's made par on on, on that hole. And and it's a it's a good point. Now, when you see somebody that's doing that, you think, okay, maybe you, know, you can look at it a couple of days, a couple of ways. You can say, okay, this could be his day. You know, man, he's just he's he's avoided disaster here, here, and here, or he's avoided letting things kind of get in a, headed in the wrong direction here, here, and here. And you can say, well, you know, maybe maybe this is his day. Or you can look at you and say, geez, you know what, man. If he doesn't start hitting it better and he doesn't start, you know, giving himself a little less stress here, this is going to catch up to him. And more times than not, when you're in position to win a golf tournament, let alone a major championship, the latter usually happens. It usually catches up to you. And and the stress that you put on yourself in the you know early stages of the round, it usually comes back to haunt you at the end. So, so you, yeah, I mean, you could you could make that point for sure. And uh, you know, you can't you can't prove it. You can't say oh you know that's why he hit it in the water there, but you could look and say, man, it just finally caught up with him. Yeah, that's a good, good question. Good point too. Good observation there, Jim. Really good. All right, let's take let's take a break. Uh, hear from our our sponsors, including Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. Gotten so much great feedback uh, from people on Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. If you have arthritis pain, or back, shoulder pain, hip pain, whatever, knees like I, I had with my knees before I got them replaced, but even since I got them replaced, I use my Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. And it helped me so much on, on my my rehab. I mean, I was back hitting golf balls in three months, and and uh, you know, play playing already golf and pickleball and everything. It's 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 amazing. But you need to try voodoo pain relief. Now I don't know how many people that listen to this podcast have heard me talk about this, and I, I I'm wondering if everybody who listens has already tried this. But if you haven't, go on the website. VoodooPainRelief.com. You can get a free two week supply. F R E E. Free. Just click on the box right on the front page of VoodooPainRelief.com. Get a free two week supply and you can check it out for yourself. And you can read the testimonials while you're there on the website and you'll see why people rave about Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. So check it out. VoodooPainRelief.com. All right. We'll be right back on the Hank Andy podcast. All right, Tim, what's your next observation from watching the replay of the 2019 Masters?
5: All right, Hank, so this was another one where you were literally sitting on my shoulder watching the 2019 Masters rewatch on CBS. So a big common take that you hear a lot is that Tiger Woods intimidates players to victories in major championships specifically because the moment's big. There's a, obviously a huge gallery around Tiger Woods. People don't really take into account that it's always difficult to play in the final group in the final round of a major championship. That right. just, for whatever right. reason, that just evaporates out of the mind of every human being <laughs> Um So yeah. my point to you, Hank, that I want to bring up. So if you just do the itty-bitty research and go back one year, you go back two major championships. You go back past the PGA Championship, and you go to the Open Championship at at Carnoustie. And Francesco Molinari won the Open Championship in 2018. He shot a 69 in the final round, and him and Tiger Woods were paired together in the final round. And it wasn't Francesco Molinari melting down on the back nine at the Open Championship. So, so I guess what what's your reaction to the idea that Tiger makes these great players um, falter at the end?
4: Well, okay, Molinari, when he was playing at the Open Championship, he was in the midst of a of an epic run. I mean, he had he had been hot for a few months. He's got a great swing. He's known as a great ball striker, and he had found putting that he he hasn't had for most of his career. So he's at he's 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 at the height of of his game ever. Okay, at at the Masters last year, and last year was not a great year for Molinari. Okay. I mean, after the Masters, you know, not much happened. And, and you know, he, he wasn't as good before the Masters. But at the Masters, what he was riding on was his confidence from the year before, that he garnered from his tournament wins, from the major win at the Open Championship, and then also, you know, the, the, the fact that, that, you know, he, he's, he's had his, his Ryder Cup success. So he, he's, he's, he's riding along on that. Okay, that's the confidence that carried him through Augusta. But his game was nowhere near uh, what it had been the year before, and and that—that's—that's how. So, so when I look at it, okay, you you know, the you talked about the the struggle on the first few holes and you know making making good putts for pars. And like, well, you know, his game was was not the same as it was the year before. But it's interesting how, you know, people want to talk about Tiger and his intimidation, you know, because because it wasn't like a year ago or a year and a half ago when people said, oh, Tiger's lost his mental edge. He doesn't have it anymore. And, you know, no one's scared of him anymore. And I thought that first off, you know, I don't know how scared of them they were before. But, you know, for sure, he hasn't lost his mental edge. I mean, you just don't forget all of the experience you gained from winning, you know, 80 tournaments, which is what he'd won up until the the, the masters of last year. You just don't, you, you, don't forget that. You don't forget the experience you've gained from winning 14 major championships, which is what he'd won up until the, the masters. You don't, you don't forget that. So when people were saying that, I was like, that is the dumbest thing i've ever heard i mean if tiger woods gets himself in position he will remember what to do and he you know there there is nobody that is more suited in the game for handling the situations that come up at the end of a tournament in a major championship than tiger woods period end of story and i mean that the, the next guy you put in line is is Kepka because he's just he's he's done it over and over and over and over again. I mean, you could say, you know, Phil too because he he's you know Phil's won all those major championships. Uh, you know, you could you could put you know uh, Rory in that category. You could put Spieth in that category. The more guys have done it, the the better they're going to get at 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 handling it. But nobody has done it more than Tiger. I I just I don't think that. You know Molinari's issue, and you bring up a good point because he certainly didn't have any problem at the Open Championship when he was firing on all cylinders. But when he was, you know, missing on a a few cylinders, then it was a little bit more problematic for him at last year's last year's Masters. And and you know, I I think that's just more about his game and the state of his game at that point in time than than you know anything it had to do with him looking and watching to see what Tiger was going to do. You know, put Tiger in a head-to-head situation with one other guy, you know, okay, you know, maybe there is there is some of this intimidation stuff. But he's not going to intimidate a whole field. And at the Masters, there's all these players that have a chance to win. I mean, if somehow, you know, Tiger can get in a major championship and narrow it down to just him and one other guy, you could – you know, maybe say, hey, he'll have a, a chance to, you know, give him that whole intimidation thing. But I'm, I'm somebody who's watched all this. You know, 2005 Masters, I'm, I watched Chris DeMarco, who we had on the podcast last week. And Chris DeMarco never backed up for a second. You know, I watched it at the, you know, the, the U.S. Open, you know, and Tiger won on a broken leg at Torrey Pines when Rocco Mediate. You know, that's, you know, that's not to, be, Rocco Mediate's not, you know, he's a, a great player, but he's not to be confused with Phil Mickelson or Ernie Els or Vijay Singh, you know, some of the guys that Tiger went head-to-head with, you know, that, that were, you know, just, you know, incredible major champions. Rocco Mediate never backed up for a second on on Tiger. So So to me, when, when. You know, people talk about that. it's just it just sounds it's one of those things that just like people love to say and you know a, a lot of the people in the media that you know I'm not I'm not even sure that they know what they're looking at to be honest with you, but they just love to talk about that stuff. you know it's, it sounds good when they say it. it. it looks good when they write it and you know people have heard it so much. That you know they believe it because they just these guys write it over and over again. They talk about it over and over again, and then people who listen who really don't know what they're talking about either, and they believe it. The Tiger won and has won so many golf tournaments because he's so much better than everybody else. That's what he was throughout his whole career, and and it wasn't like he went out there with some B game and just intimidated everybody. That it just that was he he beat them because he was so much better than them. And you know and and when you win golf tournaments so a lot of it is you know you got you it's got to be your week. You got to have something special happen. Generally speaking, you have to have something special happen. Let me give you the something special on Tiger winning last year's 2019 Masters. You know, people thought you know played great, putted great, did this, did that. You know, a Tiger, Tiger, you know, winning number 15 and the whole thing. Listen, the whole tournament came down to the the, the tee shot that goes uh, into the woods on uh, 13. It's going in there for a double bogey, and it gets spit back out. You well, know, I mean that's it. I mean that's it. That's the tournament right there. I mean that's it. It that gets spit out, and and uh, you know the, the double bogey turns into a par, and there you go. There's your there's your 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 good break, which everybody needs when they're going to win. And, and rarely do you, do you win with you know without having something special happen to you. A hole in a long putt, holding out an iron shot, holding out a chip shot, doing something. I mean, even when when Tiger won it in two thousand five. I mean, that's you know. I mean, yeah, he played good and this and that, and hold out from sixteen from behind the green. There's that something special. Where, what's the something special in two thousand nineteen? Hit it in the woods on thirteen, a, a double bogey, spits it back out, and and you know he makes par. There you go. There's your there's your your special moment, and and other guys you know didn't didn't really have that special moment. But that's that's why you don't win them all. That's why you you got to get in position more times, and then when you get in position enough, then it's at some point it's probably going to be your time. And you know the better you are, and the better you handle the situation, you know, then yeah, you probably you know close out more than 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 the other guys. But nobody closes them all out. Uh, but Tiger Tiger did did last year. But you know, I mean it. You know, I, I look back, and the thing that I, I reflect back on at the the 2019 Masters, you know, for all the hoopla, I look back at at, at two. There's two things that that come out 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 at me, and that's just it just pop out at me. And there's two things. Well, I'm going to say three. Okay, Tiger only three putted two times. He hasn't done that since the 2005 Masters. Two three putts. For seventy-two holes, that, that hasn't happened since the two thousand and five Masters. The next thing that pops out in my mind is the shot that was was going in the in the woods for a, a you know lost ball, double bogey, reload back to the tee, two shot penalty, and it gets spit out, and he makes makes par. So he it allowed him to navigate seventy-two holes at Augusta without a penalty stroke. That stands out, and then the next thing that stands out is Brooks Kepka had four penalty shots, had five three putts, and he lost by one shot. Those are the three things that, that's that stand out to me. And that just you know, and I look at that, I mean, I think to myself, how in the world did Kepka lose that tournament? Well, it was just it was just Tigers' time to win. And uh you know when when he puts himself in position, you know, he's he's gonna probably more times than not, he, he's going to keep himself in that position. And, uh, you know, and then something happens to the other guys. And Jack, that's how Jack Nicholas won 18 majors. I mean, he won so many majors, just putting himself there and then just, you know, letting everybody else kind of fall by the wayside because it's hard to finish those things off. It, re- it really is. But those are the three things that stand out for me about the 2019 Masters. Yeah. So it was good. This was fun. A uh, little. You know, a little look back into to last year, Tim. Good stuff. Yeah. I uh, like, like your, uh, your your questions and your perspective there. Really good stuff. All right. Uh, remember the call-in number, uh, 833-426-5763, extension 801. Uh, you Follow me on Twitter, at Hank Haney. Uh, follow Minnesota Tim. Uh, what is it? What What's your Twitter? Uh, you know, is it Minnesota Tim? At Tim Parachka. What's that all about?
5: At Tim Parachka?
4: It should be at Minnesota Tim, but anyway, at Tim Parachka. It was now, like, your, you know, po- your podcast, too, the Minnesota Tim Pro- Podcast. Uh, wh- wh- how do they find that?
5: Yeah, search Apple Podcast, the Minnesota Tim Podcast, or SoundCloud, okay. the Minnesota Tim Podcast.
4: I like it. All right, all right. Uh, email questions at com. Minnesota Tim will uh, check those out. Email your golf swings to golf at com. And uh, the great predictor Steve Johnson, or one of my guys, will look at your swing, give you some advice. Just tell them what your ball flight miss is, what your big miss, and they will uh, give you some advice to help get your golf season going. Maybe you're at home; maybe you can swing in your backyard while you're on uh, lockdown here, and uh, get you. You know, when we do get back to playing, you'll be able, you'll be raring to go, and maybe this could end up being your best year in golf ever. Hopefully, that would be the case. My new book's out, by the way. Uh, How to Play Better Golf Today, Lessons of a Lifetime. So make sure you get a copy of that. You can find that at uh, HaneyUniversity.com. My uh, Haney University is uh, coming back alive. I'll be posting videos there every day. So you want to go on there and subscribe to that as well. But uh, How to Play Better Golf Today is my book, uh, Lessons of a Lifetime. Uh, I got a lot of people interested in that, which has been great. And most importantly, hit the follow button on the iHeartRadio app. And you will get our podcast every single day, or wherever you get your podcast, wherever it might be, if it's Apple Podcast or wherever, just hit the follow button, and we'll we'll be there. For the, uh, good uh, good stuff today. Hope everybody enjoyed it. We'll be back again tomorrow. Everybody, stay safe, stay healthy. Hope you have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Hank any podcast. Thanks for tuning into the Hank Haney Podcast. Listen, follow, rate, and share on iTunes, on the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can make your thoughts and questions heard by emailing the show at hankhaneygoff at outlook.com. And you can also tweet me directly by sending your tweets to at Hank Haney on Twitter. The Hank Haney Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
0: More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia.
1: He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael.
0: To the legend behind LaBamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked
1: in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stameless's picture was already up on the wall.
0: Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kiwi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Reality. Podcast.